Psalm 132. Let's put it there from verse 1. David in all of his affliction. Lord, remember David in all of his affliction. How he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty God of Jacob. Surely I will not come into the tabernacle of my own house, nor, nor go up in my bed. I will not give sleep to my eyelids. Verse 5. Until I find a place for the Lord, a habitation for the mighty God of Jacob. Lo, we heard of it at Ephrata. You know what you're saying? The ark had been taken away from the holiest of all when Eli and his sons misbehaved. And he said he cabled. They took it. And these people put it in the house of their God. When the ark troubled their God, they said, come and carry this ark. Well, finally, they took the ark to a place. All right? Which we'll get to. But he says, we heard of it. So what David was saying was that Ephrata was where David was born. He said, when I was still a shepherd boy, they used to tell me about this ark. He said, when I was in Ephrata, I heard about it. He said, look at what he said there. He said, we found it in the field of the woods. The field of the woods is the English explanation for the name of the city where the ark was now dwelling. The ark was there for 20 years. Wait. You know, we say, Obadadam, it was in his house for three months. Everything flourished. Why was it in somebody's house who was a priest for 20 years? Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Why did, so it's not just ark, we went to carry ark. Because what happened, how did they lose the ark? When they went to battle, they lost. They said, carry the ark. Next time the Philistines come, we will win. They went to carry the ark. So, they carried the ark. And the Philistines said, quit like men and fight. They fought. They seized the ark. So it's not just we have ark. They carried the ark. So what they bring the ark. Because let me tell you why. That ark, David put it on a hill. For David said, who shall ascend to the hill of the most high? Worship is not just singing. He said, who shall ascend to the hill of the... He was talking about how do you ascend? That is what was said in Hebrews 12. Go and read it. He says the chastisement of God is grievous. He's trying to change something so that you can come up to that mountain too. That you are just born again doesn't mean that you are into worship. Why is it that he says present your bodies as a living sacrifice? Isn't that what you are singing to see? It's more than a song. Isn't that it? That's the song. You can't come and worship with the same tongue you backbite. New Testament says you come with one mouth, curse men, and the same mouth do what? Bless God. Psalm 48, okay, we've seen that verse 1 here. So, Mount Zion. So, what did David do? Okay, let's go back to Psalm 132. What did David do? He said, we found it after we heard of it in the fields of the wood. Look at what it now says, verse 7. It says, we will go to the tabernacle, we will do what? Worship at his footstool. Psalm 43, verse 3. I just wrote this. Okay, so that's it. Send out thy light, thy truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me 
So thy what? Holy hill. Ah, holy hill church. Okay. <laughs> thy holy hill. And so thy what? Tabernacles. So at the time of David, now, now let me bring this to a close here. There were two tabernacles because David had his own revelation. Very radical chap. Can you imagine Moses had his own thing there? So they were doing bond offerings there. Now, wait up. That tabernacle still had presence. Because when Solomon was going to get wisdom, it is the tabernacle of Moses he went to. What he offered was burnt offering. Hear well, oh. God was in both places. Now, I want to join the thing. So, David said, the next thing I need to do is take the tabernacle of Moses, take my tabernacle, put it together. God said, you can't. Too much blood in your hands. Tell your son. Are you following? So, in the final revelation, there was the burnt offering, and then there was the praise. But before we get there, let me just show this here. So, the time of David, there were two tabernacles. Moses' own was Mount Gibeon. David's own was Mount Zion. The order was different. David was following the order of Melchizedek. Moses' own was following the order of Aaron. That's why 1 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 40. Let's start from verse 39. It says, And Zadok the priest and his brethren, the priest before the tabernacle of the Lord in the high place that was at Gibeon, next day, to offer burnt offerings unto the Lord upon the altar of burnt offering continually, morning and evening, and to do according to all that is written in the law of the Lord, which he commanded Israel. So that's what they were doing there. David had his own system. Tomorrow morning I will talk about this. David's operation was messy. That's why David entered their own tabernacle and took shoe bread that you should die. He said, I'm hungry. There's a higher law in this my own tabernacle. Are you following what I'm saying here? That's the thing. <laughs> In Mount Zion, the offering was praise. And the worship was 24-7 continually. It was not twice a day, like in Gibeon. Now, I'll show you what I'm saying here. And operated by mercy. The mercy seat was there. First Chronicles 16. Now, let me show this from verse 37 now. It says, And he left before the ark of and so he left before the ark of the covenant of the Lord, as of his brethren, to minister before the ark continually, as every day's work required. And Abodedom with their brethren, threescore and eight, Abodedom also the son of Jeduthun and Hosea. And then he says, next verse, and Zadok the priest and his brethren, the priest, before the tabernacle of the Lord in the high place of Gibeon. So we had two, we had as of there, we had Zadok. They were doing two separate things. All right? And so you had these two tabernacles that were in existence. 
So Solomon comes on the scene. And, and Solomon comes on the scene. And he was going to build the tabernacle of, that David spoke about. And it was about uniting the tabernacles. And we see this in the New Testament. Now I'm bringing this to a close here. In 2 Chronicles chapter 8 from verse 12 to 14. And Solomon offered burnt offerings unto the Lord on the altar of the Lord which he had built before the porch. So he built that, and he offered burnt offering. Even after a certain rate every day, offering according to the who? Commandment of Moses. On Sabbath, new moon, and he did the Feast of Weeks, Feast of Tabernacles. Then verse 14. And he appointed according to the order of David his father. So in that temple he built, the two orders were there. The commandment of Moses they were doing, then the order, now let's go here. The order of David his father, the course of the priest to their service and the Levites to their charges to praise and to minister before the priests as the duty of every day required and the porters by their causes every day, all right? For so had David the man of God commanded. So in the temple of Solomon, they were keeping the two commandments. When God answered by fire was for the burnt offering, you know? When the cloud of glory came, it was for the praises. Are you following saying it? Okay. Now let's go one more step here. Jehoiada, in Second Chronicles 23 verse 18, he too did the same thing. There were seven kings that followed the order of David. They didn't lose. He appointed offices to the house of God by the hand of the priest, the Levites, whom David had distributed in the house of the Lord to offer burnt offerings for the Lord as it is written in the law of Moses and rejoicing with singing as it was ordained by David. So he too had two orders. Chief, be doing burnt offering here. The rest of you enter the holiest of all. Praises. What was going on? <clears throat> this is what was going on. Remember we said, Jesus in Hebrews chapter, you know when he said, sit at my right hand until I make thy enemies thy footstool. You remember the scripture? Now I'm about to land up. Landing is where they know whether you're a pilot or not. <laughs> Hebrews 10 and verse, and, verse, and verse 4. Now what did he say? For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. This thing is deep. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifices and offering that would there is not, but a what? Body you have prepared. So, when we now go to Hebrews 13 and verse 11, here, now you understand what the writer of Hebrews said. Hebrews 13, verse 11. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary by the high priest for sin were born without the word, the camp. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify. So the bond offering for us is the body of Jesus. We don't do it continuously. It was done once and for all. But when you enter, now what are you now going to do? Remember the tabernacle of David, praise was 24-7. The burnt offering was twice a day. 
Jesus satisfied the bond offering and said, once and for all. But the second one, look at what he now goes on to say. Look at it. Let us therefore go to him without the camp bearing his reproach. For we have no continuity, but we seek one to come. By him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of his lips, giving what? Thanks. That has to be what? Continually on the recognition of the bond offering that was once and for all. Folks, please follow me. Let me tell you something. You know, it says in returning and in rest shall you be saved. Just follow this now. Get this revelation. In returning, which he said, he said, now because of time, he said, you are running around. Nothing happened. You said, we will flee upon the mountains. They that pursued you. He said, in returning and in rest shall you be what? Saved. Which means if you enter into rest, salvation will show up. So if you are looking for a job, you are running around, he says, return to God. Enter into rest and the job prepared for you will appear. Sit until I make thine enemy. Sit. Which means take that position. Now, what are we saying? This is one half of what I'm saying. Hebrews chapter, I told a friend this last night, I said, Chai, I see this thing. He said they could not enter in because of unbelief. He says, take it to yourself, lest you fall after the same example of unbelief, and you cannot enter into what? Rest. He says, for the promise was given, but they didn't mix the word with faith, so they didn't enter into what? Rest. Now, the way we interpret it, for which we believe do enter into rest, as well, what we are interpreting is, if I believe, I will enter into the fulfillment of it. That's not what he was saying, no. Go to Hebrews chapter 6. That's not what he was saying, no. It's one letter, verse 11. Hebrews 6, 11. Let me show you what. Now, we desire every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. When God made promise unto Abraham, he swore by another. that. Verse 15. Say surely, verse 15. Quickly. And so after he had patiently obtained, he obtained the promises. Verse 16. For men verily swear an oath is that. Verse 17. It says, wherein God mutability of counsel confirmed by an oath, verse 18, by two mutable things, that we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to enter into the hope that is set before us. Which hope we have, now go back again. Look, go back, verse 18. Who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope that is set before us. Verse 19, which hope we have as an anchor to the soul, both sure and steadfast, and entereth into that within the veil whither the forerunner is for us entered. Even Jesus, a high priest after the order of age. He's saying that I gave you promise, but you haven't entered into the secret place with that promise. If you enter into the secret place, your hands will lay hold upon it. You will know it is yours. That is all I want you to enter into. The rest of manifestation, I will do it. Do you get what he said here? He said, you have not entered into rest, which means you have not entered into the holiest of all with that thing. You are praying and you are worried, but you have not entered. He says, if you enter into it, he's not talking about you entering into the fulfillment. He's saying, take the promise. Your forerunner Jesus entered into the holiest of all. He says, if you enter, that's why he says, in returning and in rest, you are going to be saved. 
Take it and enter. So let me close here. So here is the catch. Now we just look at it and say to ourselves, when they said the way into the holiest of all was not made manifest as the world, we say now the way is now made manifest by, by, by the blood of Jesus Christ, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we feel we have the revelation. <laughs> it's not like that though. It's not like that. Because David said, who shall ascend? We laugh at all them. Everybody say, eh, eh, the first they don't have revelation of righteousness. They are not deep. Nonsense. Confusion. Confusion. I say, I, they say, without holiness, no man can see the Lord. No, 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 that's not what the Bible is saying. It's saying, it's holiness. They are making excuses that will make a person perish in the wilderness. He says, the way into the holiest of all. Ask people, what's the way? They'll say, by the blood. What does he mean? Anybody that met with God sanctified themselves to have the encounter. The Bible says if you come to Zion, you will grow from strength to strength. Nobody gets to Zion that doesn't get manifestation. If you don't get manifestation, then it's not. Let me show you the hidden scripture. Maybe in the course of this thing, there's one I will teach on it. Jeremiah chapter 3 and verse 15. You know, David was looking for ark everywhere. Let's go and get the ark. Now look at what he said. Hear this one, well, Here, I will give you pastors according to my heart who shall feed you with what? Knowledge and understanding. And it shall come to pass when you are multiplied and increased by that knowledge and understanding. In the, those days, here the Lord, they shall no more say the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Nobody will be looking for ark again. The understanding that you have, you will not say ark. Neither shall you come to your mind, neither shall you remember. Neither shall you visit, neither shall anyone. You know why? Because in the time of Jesus, there was no ark inside any temple. But Jesus was carrying the ark within. So you know what he said? They said, in Jerusalem is where we worship. On the mountain in Jerusalem, Jesus said, that's gone. The kingdom of God is now inside you. The ark you are talking about is inside. But he said, then what is the problem? Why are people not reaching it for this reason? We have assumed we know the way into the holiest of all. And you know what? I told you, what gave David revelation? Look, what he was teaching in Hebrews was, these sacrifices can't take away sin. What they are saying is, if you do it right, sin will go. If a person had an anger problem, and he enters the holiest of all, he will come out without the anger problem. That's what they are saying. It's real stuff. So if we are not seeing the transformation, then we are not entering. But you can't tell what people that. Are you from saying? You can't. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you. Any movement you challenge with scripture that uses mockery to answer you is weak. Go after it and destroy it. 
any movement where you get up, any debate, even Twitter, social media, where you challenge with truth and they reply with insult and mockery shows they are weak. Stand your ground into the spirit. I don't want to go into it, but we fought excess grace battle in this country. They abused me from head to toe. I wrote, somebody came to me and said, some people are not writing again on Facebook because of you. I, I was, listen, I was so serious about it. Every morning I must write. One day I was flying from Frankfurt to New York. God said, you have not written. <laughs> I left my food to write on my laptop. That message has wrecked people. Let me tell you why. He says, how do we get to the holiest of all? Look at it. Is that same Hebrews 10? Is that we don't, it will be too much for people. Let's go, let's go down now. Hebrews 10. I, I'm, now, I, I will land with this now. Because, you know what happened? Let me tell you what I'm saying. You know they went to carry the ark. Many people went to carry the ark. When David found the ark, let's carry it. They died. David left the ark. They left it in somebody's house. That one was prospering. But the place where they were for 20 years, nothing happened. Eh? It was prospering. David left. He came back. He went to meet God. God said the priest that went to, he said number one is the priest that must carry the ark. He said number two, they must be sanctified. What does it mean to be sanctified? Let's look at this quickly. Hebrews 10 here, from verse 19. It says, having therefore what? Boldness to enter in to the holiest of all by the word blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which has consecrated for us through the veil that is to see his flesh. Having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in the full assurance of faith. He said with two things. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So he says two things must happen. You must wash your body with pure water and you must have your heart sprinkled from an evil conscience. What does he say? Jesus said if any man sins, you have an advocate with the Father. He says, if you confess your sin, he is faithful and just to forgive. And then he now says, and to cleanse. There is forgiveness, there is cleansing. They are two separate things. How do you cleanse? You cleanse by the washing of the water of the word. How do you forgive? By the blood. So when he said, let us come with the full assurance of faith, Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience is the work of the blood. But our bodies washed with pure water is the work of the word. So a person who will have a solid worship session must precede it by confessions of the blood and the word. You cannot be coming to church and say you are a bastard, you mad crazy person. We look at it. And then you come and say, Jesus, Jesus. 
You know, do me yo, you don't do me. When you get to the door, let your conscience be clear. The heaviness inside your heart that the Holy Ghost told you. Chief, what you are doing is wrong. Confess it before Jesus. And then before you step in, you declare again, which is the washing of the water of the world. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things have passed away. All things have become new. The love of Jesus has been shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Ghost. Confess the word of God until it affects that thing and washes you clean of it. Do you get what I said here? Kenneth Hagin taught this. He said, before they go, some of those priests will have to have their bath seven times. They, they, they don't, 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 don't know. Here, you wash everything. Here, we just think that rascality is the order of the day. And the biggest rascals in the, in the, the biggest rascals in Christendom is Pentecostals. When you say rascal now, people that don't, if you tell them, wake up in the morning to pray, no, 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 we are led by the Spirit of God. I just, I just, I just do as I, I just do as I move. All right? We just do as we move. Uh, worship God. All right. You can see David. We'll just do everything. God says, listen. He says, take the benefits of my body. Extract it. Wash your heart. And then wash yourself. He says, then come before me. And you will see me. And you'll be transformed. Are you following what I'm saying? That's what he's talking about here. That's why they had, God said, you've got to merge both temples. The bond of flame must be there. And the song must be there. So the people are singing on the benefits of the sacrifice. Are you following what I'm saying here? Of Jesus Christ. So it's, it's a confession that you make. A declaration. You, 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 you keep constantly and, and the Bible says as you and then you appear before God in Zion and what happens is you grow from strength to strength but the key here is God says listen there is this tabernacle there and there is that place and when you get in the father seeks for that those that will worship him thank you for listening to today's podcast. To listen to the full message or any other message, please visit our website at www.insightsforliving.org. For any inquiries, please call 0818 600 0082. God bless you.